Hey, Paul. Hey, there you are, Peter. How you doing? Where are you coming from this morning? I, I, I get you from Paris, France. Where Where may you be right now? I'm in Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> Getting ready today for the great Bowling Green Eastern Michigan baseball game at 11 o'clock. And uh, the weather's not too bad. No rain today. Now it's sunny here in Detroit. Looks very sunny. It's supposed to be in the mid-40s and uh, a real nice day here. So tell us a little more about the uh, what's happening in Bowling Green. Well, Bowling Green is very interesting. Um, they are on a construction boom here of rehabilitation on university buildings. And, uh, matter of fact, even across the street from the university, they're buying up uh, a couple of blocks. Looks like they're going to start tearing down old housing uh, students uh, were renting and uh, starting some new building projects. I mean, the town is like uh, on this little boom. It's uh, exciting to see, even in the supermarket field, and we've talked about this in the past, the Kroger store here uh, is unbelievable, and it even has a bar inside. A bar, a full bar? A full bar. You can go up. They've got sports TVs going. You can get a drink. You can sample certain beverages. Um, I was just amazed by that. What's the theory behind that? They get you drunk and you're hungry and you want to go buy extra money. You well, buy extra. You spend more money when you're drunk. It is a great way to market um, new products. And the other big thing in and around Bowling Green, and when we look at Bowling Green, we also look at Perrysburg, Ohio, the amount of new medical buildings going up. Uh, ProMedica uh, is one of the big players here in the area. They're building and a couple of others, uh, Wood County. It's just a very exciting time in the healthcare industry in Ohio, it looks like, and also uh, One Energy with their windmills. Very interesting. Hey, by the way, how many students go to Bowling Green? Uh, about 18,000. So it's it's a nice-sized university, 18,000 students. What it's are they? A, it's, a, it's a nice-sized university. It's you know, you have the University of Toledo, which gives you, if you're a Michigan resident, um, the rate is if you're an in-state student. However, Bowling Green does not give us uh, that opportunity, which is a little bit tougher to work with. But uh, it, it's a good concept. The, the school class sizes are the right size for uh, a lot of students here. In a sense, it's, it's an atmosphere um, class-wise, uh, like a junior college. But it's uh, the beautification of a full four-year college, uh, got a great graduate program, and uh, even has great broadcasting uh, media. I met a couple of students that are in the broadcast media section, journalism, uh, last night, and uh, it was really, really wonderful. Very, very, very nice. So you got the ball game coming up down there, and uh, you yeah. spend some time with the family. But, but you've got a lot of stuff happening up in the... Michigan, too, you know. Uh, the Tigers really took it for a long game yesterday. Were they trying to do two games for a makeup? You know, record length, five hours and 27 minutes. Now, um, five hours and 27 minutes. And, I mean, they were going into extra innings like there was no tomorrow. I wonder if they ran out of hot dogs. I tell you, uh, it was an exciting thing to listen to driving down here. And then uh, even before the dinner last night that they had, uh, couple of the students, one that I sat next to was from Pittsburgh, and so everybody's like checking those phones for scores and updates, and uh, just phenomenal. I have a feeling it's going to be glad. a long season. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, the bullpen, uh, 
didn't sound too good. I mean, Green struggled, and they figured that was going to be the ace. But it's only the first game. Things do happen out there. And so, you know, understanding all that, it's, it's not like the world just collapsed. No, no, the Detroiters are used to that. I mean, you know, we the talk of it, and I'm, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I like to follow the team. And if you look at that, you know, you saw the comments online. Everyone, oh, same thing. Bullpen's not going to pull us through. Bullpen, when are they going to get a good bullpen? Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. Uh, we'll see. We'll watch them, and we'll see what happens with them. We've had uh, a disappointing season with the the Pistons and, again, the Red Wings. And then we got the Lions coming up. So, you know, hopefully well, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, if nothing else, here's the one thing, and we're going to get into this a little later on in the show today, is that the hustle and bustle of downtown from all these different sporting teams, the invigorated life, the excitement that goes on down there, um, it's, it's getting to be, as we use baseball terms, a home run. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff happening. Lots and lots of stuff. So, got to, uh, I got to turn the tables on you here a little bit, buddy. Okay, turn the tables. Well, the it, table here doesn't turn, but you can turn whatever table you want. Well, turn it, tables. There you okay. Go. It's going to be tri- this. I'll give you trivia later. Let's do our time in history a little bit. Oh, oh that time in history. Okay, was that I time born? In history. Was so, I born? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going. I'm going to take you back to where I was on the show last time on the air, Paris. Wee oui, wee. Oui, okay. Well, this time it's 1889. What? A- Officially opened on that date. It was called the Exhibition of 1889. Well, I was going to say it's the World Expo. Yeah, and I was, and I told you I went to visit this piece at the World Expo. Where did I go? You know, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. How am I going to remember what you told me last week about Paris? On your shirt. I'm so glad he's not here in the studio today. (laughs) You know. You know, by the way, you know, we have a special guest the second hour Wait of the show today. I want my answer. Well, you know where what? Did I tell you, where did I tell you I walked in Paris to? I, you know what, Peter? I, I, I got to tell you, I, I totally forgot. I don't think anyone in the studio Boy, remembers either. Nope. I'm trying to get answers from everyone around, and no one's helping me. No one can remember this. The staff is looking at like, oh, we can't remember. Tony's in the room saying, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's looking at Okay. The Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I understand. Uh, we have a guest coming in the studio today. Great. Yeah, David Sobel. Uh, David Sobel from David. Proven Resources, a amazing attorney, amazing person. David's going to co-host me this second hour since you abandoned me and went to Green, you know, Bowling Green. I was going to say Green Bay. Bowling, Bowling Green. Well, you know, I and let me ask a question, you. Peter. Are you in the studio next week? You, oh, that's a good one. Peter's going to join me in the studio. I think I'm leaving town next week. Let me let me. I think I'm Peter. in the studio next week. You, wait, you think you're in the studio? No, I am in the studio. You are in the studio. Okay, so here's the I'm deal. I'm in the studio next uh, week. One thing I, 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 I don't... i back and come back down. Okay, well, I don't sleep Friday nights worried about the trivia question. So you got one for me? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay, give me the but, trivia uh, question. The color's purple. You, little, you want it now or you want it a little later in the show? Do I want it? I thought you'd have two of them. Maybe I'd have one now. And well, I have please. another one for you then. Okay. I'll give you this one first. Okay, give me President this President Jimmy Carter deregulated what? Peanut prices. This day. Peanut prices. In 1980. This day in 1980. Deregulated Jimmy. oil. No. Deregulated the price of Big Macs. Um, um, I think it was it was peanut butter prices. No, deregulated. No. Deregulated to the, the dollar. Now, this this really affected 
what later on collapsed in the United States. Oh, uh, the mortgages. You're getting closer. Banking. Yes. Okay, deregulated Jimmy Carter. The banking industry. He deregulated today, banking. Let's let's kibitz about that. Let's talk about that for a minute. So he deregulated okay. the banking industry, so the regulations went all over, and any monkey could get a mortgage. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, you know, we're still recovering from that, and, and I'll discuss a little more on that. Let's, let's expand on this thing, is that, you know, the economy has been chugging along. We didn't see a real big upturn in the economy. Everyone was waiting for the, up, you know, the economy to spike, go up. And you got to realize the average American saving what is in their house. And that evaporated. They used it for ATM, and all their average savings is gone. And now most of those homeowners are renters, probably will be renters for the rest of their lives. They, they, they're damaged by homes or were allowed to be damaged by homes because uh, values that were unprecedented and, and pumped up by, by just people giving money. And, and people would take their loans out of the house, and next thing they know, their house is worth 150 and they owe two and a quarter. And uh, it was a crime. And, and if you watched all the movies on this, you know, you wonder, is the consumer at fault or was it the banker or mortgage banker at fault? What's your thoughts on that, Peter? Well, there's a couple of things. I think that when they deregulated the, shall we say, the mortgage companies, the banks, decided that they could throw out the rule book that they were utilizing for procedures for underwriting. And just said, all right, we have a carte blanche attitude. Come one, come all to the greatest show of, of all. And in the end, the ringmaster got broke. Yeah, I, I think I think I like what you say that. It, it was interesting. And the way they bundled, bundled all these junk mortgages that they knew were junk. Correct. They knew they were junk. And, and what Barman Daly said it best, the sucker's born every moment of every day. And they come in, everybody comes in thinking they've got it made, I, I can get it, and before you know it, the bank got into the real estate business. Yeah, they did, they did, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, I met with some real estate brokers this week on the residential side, and, um, you know, the big thing right now is that uh, there's a shortage of quality homes. Well, the question really becomes, two, two things are happening here, and this is more your area than mine, mm -hmm. and I think uh, we'll have some listeners call in, Paul. As a matter of fact, if you give them the phone number before I even give my thoughts, um, we'd like to get their participation here at New Radio Media Talking Biz. Well, here's their number. It's 844-999-9249. That's 844-999-9249. Or they can text us. Uh, also, I, people should be getting our app. Download our app at NRM Streams at both stores, the Google App Store and also the Apple Store. Uh, a lot of people are downloading and finding out new radio media every day. But once again, the phone number, 844-999-9249. Uh, let us know your comments and see what's going on. But let's go back to we're talking about the houses here, Peter. And, and you well, know, I know you're in the middle of uh, building one and you own one. So what are your thoughts? Right. Well, two things are happening here. When you first went to buy a house, it was 10 to 20% down. Right. And you really had to prove out your financial income and everything. Mm -hmm. Then later on, it got down to, you know, it's a couple thousand dollars down. You're not even hitting the 5% or 3% mark. Right. And then, we, and then then the crash came. Well, and I think even I more than that, let's say I had one more thing, sorry to cut you off, but then it was a stated income. 
you know, you know, if, if the mortgage broker would say, you know, if you if you qualify, if you make eighty thousand dollars a year, I can qualify for this mortgage. What do you make? Oh, I, well, if you make you know, eighty-two. Who, I make who's eighty-two. Who's looking at those no financial statements. No docs. No yeah. docs, Peter. There were no documents required, and, and they're going back to that. It's good. I think they were called liars' loans, and and the brokers would would tell the person, "Hey, listen." First of all, they'd call the appraising department downstairs, and they'd say, "Hey, I'd be great if this house appraises at two forty-nine. Oh boy, the appraisal came in at two fifty-one. How amazing! That that appraiser's my buddy. You know, and and they hand a few dollars to the appraiser, right? Well, I always love the like kind of quality of the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's find some. Yeah, let's, let's find, find the like quality. Yeah, this this house is on Mendota in Detroit, and it qualifies yeah, just like one in Bloomfield, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's three four seven nine Mendota in Detroit, and and guess what? It looks like that house in Bloomfield Hills. I'll, I will say it's worth three hundred thousand dollars. It's probably not worth fifty. That's right. And who got penalized at the end? Well, it's the consumer. Everyone did. The, the average consumer. It, it brought our economy down. It affected people that weren't even in the housing market, and it totally screwed up the economy. So, you know, we're still having. There's a lot of bitter people out there. We have a lot of bitter people out there that are going to work the rest of their lives. Um, but once again, I asked. I asked before this, and let's look at this. Who whose whose fault is it? Is the the borrower or is it the lender? Come on now. The the borrower knew what they were doing. You know, it, it's like but the lender puts the carrot out there to make it happen. Well, I, I agree with you. They put the they, carrot they out, tease. Peter, but they it's tease you. But listen, we're grownups. OK. And I don't think until you take responsibility for yourself and realize, guess what? I made a mistake. I told Paul, them. What, yeah. Paul, wait a minute. Here's the here's the issue that I have. OK. Is that the average lender. Excuse me. The average borrower well, does yeah. not understand the lending business. But they don't, they Peter. But the quick. But Peter, 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 let me ask you a question. Would you, if I said, okay, if you made fifty thousand, I told you you had to put down eighty-one, would you put it down? Wait, say that again. I'm the lender. I yes. tell you, I can get you qualified this for this loan if you show you make eighty thousand dollars or state. Excuse me, not even show, state. I'm not going to ask you for any documents. But will you state you show eighty thousand dollars? I'll qualify them for a loan. That's the big thing. You got to make eighty. What are you putting down? So the guy puts down the eighty. He puts down the. He makes fifty, but he puts down eighty. Fraudulent statement on the financials, on the document. Okay. So now they nail the consumer, right? The fraud, not the lender. But he was guided by the the lender. But the enticement came from the lender. Right. So he's guided by the lender. And, right. and he looks at this and, and you know, me, me I'm, I'm a real estate broker. So, you know, I worry about everything that comes out of my mouth or my agent's mouth because at the end of the day, if they're not there and they're, and they're really, it's scary because I watch my agents like a hawk. And I don't let them do legal that. documents. I don't let them do that. But, you know, when the money part of the transaction, before they made them get regulated and licensed, the question was, these people are working on the person's largest transaction in most cases on their life financially, and they destroyed these people. Destroyed right. these people. So Very you know, much so. And so we look at this. So I'm going to paint the picture that I'm going to call blame on both sides. I remember back in 1990, I bought my first house, and I had to give 20% down. I had to have a good credit rating. And even then, I sweated out my first mortgage whether I'm going to be approved. And the interest rates, I believe, were 18%. So, you know, here I am building a new house, sweating out a mortgage, 20% down. 
I, I had to put that money down. I had decent credit, and I got the loan, and I was like, wow. But today I can get online and go to the old Rocket Mortgage and fly up and get my mortgage. Now, that's pre-approval, whatever it is. They still got qualified higher regulations. But I'm going to get off the rocking horse or the high horse on this thing. But, you know, we're, we're looking at this, and, and, and the mortgage crisis is over. The question is, uh, are we going to repeat the same thing? Well, I don't know about that, but I got a deal for you. Okay, what are you selling me? Got a deal. You okay. give me four hundred ninety-five thousand dollars, and I will sell you a two-acre parcel. Okay. Okay. And I'll even toss in a pontoon boat for you. Where's this at? Would you buy this property? I got to know more information. You know, we're going to be going to a break in a minute, but let's speed this up. Okay, two acres and a pontoon boat. Where's the acreage? I'm going to give you your own island on Lake Huron. Okay, okay. Is there, is, is, is there anything on the island? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Are you kidding me? What's on the island? Not only will you get your two acres, Paul. Yes, there'll be two cabins, electricity accessible, a new septic system, and a small cedar forest are also included. I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm going to give you the answer. We got to go to a break. Hold on. Hold on to that question. <laughs> We're going to go to break because I want to talk more about this. I might be buying an island on the other end of this break. By the way, I do love your nice little pullover today that you're wearing. All right, thank you. So let's do this. Okay, you're watching me. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day, call us in 844-999-9249. We're going to take a break because we got to pay for the spots. And uh, we'll catch you on the other side. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today. To New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. live. 
All right, we're back here Saturday morning, March 31st, last day of March. Sunny Saturday morning. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. I like to be the opera singer. Like, hey, Peter, you still there? Peter. I'm back. You're back. He's back. Okay, so you were trying to sell me an island before the break. And so yes, I, I, I want to get. The... It was. I am telling you. All right, island. so some. Okay, let's go back. Okay, you're going to sell me two acres of pontoon. And what else is on the island? Um, you get um, a septic system. Is it updated? You'll have a is, small, it up, is it yeah, updated? Yeah, you need that. Okay. You need. You got a small. Why do I need a septic there? system? Yeah. Don't I just put the the crap I would say into the water? It's an island. <laughs> oh, you love this part. This is the okay. best part for you, Paul. Septic. Okay, it's the got... island is part of the Chippewa County, and it includes your police and fire services. Wait, however, Chippewa County is that to, is that an however, Indian they community? Have to get to you. Wait, is that an Indian community? Is this no, tribal no. land? No. I can't no. build a casino no. on the island. No, you cannot. Uh, it's lost but value. The okay. nice thing is, when it freezes in the wintertime. I can skate across. When it freezes, when it free- that's right. You can walk right across. It's only a half mile from mainland. I so, really thought of you on this. So one. wait, so because, where's, where's the nearest Kroger store? Uh, probably maybe Petoskey. So wait, so wait a second. So now I got to ice fish to get my fish in the winter. But it's fresh. Uh, uh, fresh fish, fresh frozen, or fresh unfrozen, I should say. So I got two acres of house. This is, sounds pretty good, 495 huh? And it's listed, in case you're interested, you can yeah. call the Drummond Island Realty Company. Yeah. And um, I know they'll take great care of you there. Wait a second. Will uh, they, the will property will... also receives, you know, the, this is very interesting because we talk about putting the the oil Lines under the water. Yeah. Here, to get to this island, we have an underwater line for electricity. The pontoon boat stored at a marina on Drummond Island. Both cabins include the prime interiors of slate fireplaces, vintage log furniture, and everything you'll need from day one. Everything you'll need, Paul. Wait a second. So it's got and gas and electricity, if right? you can't afford to buy the island yeah. for $329 a night, you can vacation there. So we've got we've got so I got gas and electricity, right? Yeah. Gas, I got everything I want. Everything you want. But there's no restaurants on the island. No restaurants. So I got to cook every day. Well, you I, I got a cooker, I got I got I got a skate to go shopping. I got to take a boat to go in the summer. But and, you love the boat. I I do I yes, boating. I like boating, but how do I get to the office? We need the office, Paul. We're in a remote atmosphere today. You're remote, but yeah, you're remote, so I'll call in, and then you won't yeah. see me anymore in the studio. Are you trying to get rid of me, Peter Ways? I just figured this out. Peter wants the show by himself. Wait a sec. Wait, you know what, Peter? Nice try. Not buying the island. Take it off. You know, take it off. Uh, you got you guys. That was the play, Peter Perlman. I'm looking at the staff. They agree with me. Wait a minute. You I'll tried to get me of off the, the show. Okay, Peter. We we I'll we you know we we moved we moved the studios. Let me give you the new address. Yeah, we moved the studios. Yeah, okay. There you go. All right. Um, as you know, there's always the Mackinac Conference, which we are covering Every this year. year. We are covering. Craig Folly's going up there with with our team. All right. I wanted to know about the Mackinac Conference. Okay. Okay. Talk so that's me. great. Let's talk about. You know, Greg, but I also want to talk about, let's start with our at home with the McAllisters first. Then let's go to Craig Folly's show. 
because these were some big kickoffs this week for us. Well, and I, I got it written down here. I want to talk about what's happening here at New Radio Media. And let me talk about the morning lineup because we have another show starting the ninth that's going to fall right in the middle of the two of them. So, you know, I we have start my off. Beautiful. If they go to our website, yep, go and to the they website. Take a look at our wonderful schedule, just mm-hmm. like you would in a TV magazine. Mm-hmm. You will see beautiful colors. Yes. I can't tell so beautiful so, colors. So as we talk about those beautiful colors, let's talk about it. We got Bill and Danielle in the morning, eight to ten, at home with the McAllisters, and they literally are at home. Uh, we're there. Yeah. Uh, great week for them. Entertaining show. They did. They even had their tiger jerseys on, but it rained. Yes, but, but they had a great show there. And then we take a little break from 10 to 11 right now. At 11 o'clock, we've got Craig Folly. Craig, um, amazing gentleman from WDET, well, well known, great, great person. And uh, he's on at 11 a.m. So it's it's wonderful that we have Craig. And, and so he's on. And we have a couple people joining us at 10 to 11, starting the 9th. You know who they are? Yes. Joe and Sarah. Sarah. Joe and Sarah will be coming. They were in producing some promos this week, and they are funny. They are hilarious. She's great. They are well, funny. Well, she and Joe used to work together, too. Yes, and they're good people, really, really nice people. And and Joe had his son in. We had some fun around the studios. Another winning team there. So we started our morning lineup this week, and, and you know what? A lot of emails. A lot of emails, a lot That's of messages, great. a lot of people out there getting tracked. And, and Peter, our sales team, we actually have seven or eight other shows joining us within the next two, three weeks to add to the lineup. All kinds of shows because here's what's happening. New Radio Media is hyper-local. We created this to be serving the community of uh, southeastern Michigan, let's say. And as we look at other medias, and we want all the medias to stay strong. We are a predecessor, our predecessors, I say, of radio TV, and print. All media, we want to stay strong. We'd love to play well with everyone because I think we all have our places. And and, and we want to know that the people want to know unique content. But more so, yes, they're listening to us right live right now. But people are more on the go, and they want to listen when they want, where they want it. And we're transparent. We're mobile. Not transparent. We're, we're portable. Where we are on portable. demand anywhere you want to be, on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer. And our numbers are showing that, Peter. We, we analyze the numbers we, every day here at New Radio Media. Well, you know what's so great about it, too, Paul? Yeah. Is just the other day, Craig and New Radio Media got a fantastic write-up from Crane. Yeah, well, Crane's not just that. The Detroit News followed us. And once again, right. we love all those publications. We, we work well together. We play well together. And, and they're great publications, both of them. And and so when we get the numbers, let me go back to numbers and how we can analyze something we do that the other guys really don't. Is that so we should look, we give away our secrets, Paul? Well, yeah, Peter, it's not a secret. Anyone who's a millennial, everyone knows that when we can track the numbers of people where they're listening and how they're listening to us, and that's nice for a reason because when we we have a business show comes on here, or a doctor, and people want to know, hey, who's actually listening to me and what's going on, and we can track that. So that's what's cool about our our kind of media that we're trackable, we can find what's going on, and and it's it's on demand anytime. So, for instance, I'll give the story I probably heard a couple times. I used to run home on Sunday evenings at 7 o'clock to watch 60 Minutes, still one of my favorite shows on TV. I think it's still one of the best news magazine shows ever produced. And I would make dinner reservations before, go out somewhere before, make sure if I went to a movie I better be home by 7. And then my son woke me up, and he said, Dad, you know, you can listen on demand to those shows. So guess what? 
at 11 o'clock, if I'm bored, I'll pick it up. If I'm, you know, I'm an insomnia sometimes at 3 a.m., I could listen to So I go to my tablet, and I can watch a show at my own convenience. And that's cool. I, I think we, we are, I have to say something for millennials and younger people to teach us things, because guess what, folks? We need to learn a lot of things. I, I, I well, we haven't. Go ahead, Peter. We have another thing, too. Yeah. And I think that this is uh, maybe a thing for them to call in next week or the week after. And we will give a gift prize away where our billboards are. Well, and they're going up. We've got more coming up this week. Uh, we do that. But that's an interesting thing. Let me go back to the numbers and do another couple of things here. So we are locally community-based here, and we want people. So if you have an idea of something, if you're a professional, if you're an artist, and you've always wanted to become a star or you wanted to promote your business, um, write us at info at newradiomedia.com. We've got a lot of inquiries. You know, Peter, we even had ad agencies and PR agencies from Chicago inquire this week for clients. It's amazing the reach. And, and as we grow the Detroit market, you know our goal is to go to every local market around the country and have a new radio media studios uh, organization built in every major town so eventually we can syndicate it and build this as a streaming network, which has really been our goal, and I think we're doing it. And this week has been really an eye-opener. One, I want to start with this. We have an amazing staff here at NewRadioMedia.com. We have people busting their butts to get stuff out. Our production and post-production team could not be working any harder, and they are doing an amazing job. I don't know if any, everyone out there, I want everyone to go, even if you're not into geektainment and geek stuff, go to the Geektainment channel and look at to get it to the geeks. Is that what it's, and, and look at that Jordan Trevelyan show and see the production there. We can produce anything the TV can produce. And guess what else is happening, Peter, next weekend? Big history making at New Radio Media. Can you guess? It's going to be history making. It's going to be history making. I come back in the studio. I you, come back in the studio. All right, so history making. We are going to prove right now we are in the midst <laughs> this week of testing our live remote cameras. Our live remote cameras have, have, have showed up here. We're going. We're sending an entire crew to the Chicago Comic-Con next weekend, and we are going to be streaming live from Chicago. So we're going to prove, once again, we're adding another element that's going to take us into the sports channel. It's going to take us into news reporting down the road. It's going to take us the same element that TV channels have in the Detroit market. And not just Detroit market. We can send these crews anywhere. We're going to be taking them up to up north through the, to the Mackinac with Craig. We can take them out breaking news. So we mean there's going to be a local news department within the next six months in new radio media. There's going to be trucks on the road. There are so many amazing things that are going to happen here at New Radio Media that, that uh, you know, I'm not sleeping at night. I can't shut my mind up. And either is our COO, Ian Benzman, is he, he was supposed to be next to me today, and he wrote me at 2 a.m., and I woke up. He said, Dad, I'm still up working, and uh, do you mind? I shouldn't say Dad. He said, you know, I can say he's my son. Thank I'm you. proud of him. Thank you. But I'm proud of him. <laughs> but the fact is, you know, to be working at 2 a.m. and the energy that everyone's putting in to say, hey, do you mind? And I said, no, Peter's going to be on. It's okay, and David's coming in the second hour. But What's going on next week's test of the live cameras is going to be really, really nice. So, you know, the capacity and the capability of new radio media is amazing. I want to thank everybody, especially the folks around in the studio that, that really have been around for a long time. Uh, Jake in the other room, Jake has been here for a long time. I want to thank Jake big time because he, he stood around and you did what he did. On, you got Ashley, Ashley on the yep, soundboard. Got Ashley, and, and we got Tony in the phone room. But these people are dedicated. And what's cool about it, we work so well with Spex Howards, you know, Spex Howards and the people there. Anyways, 
we got to take another break in about what, about another minute or two. I've but been watching, I've so been watching the clock. You're watching the clock. So you know, people, thank you for tuning in to New Radio Media. Tell your friends to download the app at NRM Streams at both app stores. Tell your friends. Tell people to listen. And if you have an idea, even if you don't have an idea for a show, why don't you write us at info at New Radio and tell us what you want to hear. You know, tell us what you want to hear, info at newradiomedia.com. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you want to do. Hey, Peter, I've got to tell people what's going to go on at 9 o'clock. I know you're going to leave us. We're going to come back. You'll still be with me, won't well, you? Let's you going to be with me? And come back. Well, yeah, but we take a break in a minute, but let me ask you a question. I'll tell you what's going on. We've got a big conversation at 9 o'clock. Is Amazon our friend or foe? Um, oh, okay. we're going back to that. We're, we're going big back argument. big time. There's a lot of stuff going on all the big, way up to the time. president, all the way to Japan, all the way all over. There's a lot of things going on with Amazon friend or foe. We want call-ins at 844-999-24, uh, excuse me, to 844-999-9249. Uh, we want callers calling in. We want people sending us messages. What's going on with Amazon friend or foe? I've got opinions on both sides of that and people coming on. Peter, we're going to take a break. we got to pay for this thing again. Uh, we're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll see you on the other side. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for the mm -hmm. show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. All right, we're back. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. It's a sunny Saturday, March 31st, the last day of Saturday in March. It's like Saturday, last day in March. Boy, last Saturday in March? It is. It's the last Saturday in March. It's also the last day of March. Uh, we've got my co-host, Peter Perlman, calling from Bowling Green. Peter, 
Hey, good, good morning. How are you there, Paul? Well, I'm still getting over the fact that you want to sell me an island, you want to get rid of me as your co-host, and you want to take over the show. I'm, I'm having a hard time there, <laughs> having a hard time. <laughs> you're trying to do this to me, but, you know, Peter, I love you to death, and, and, and I'm glad you're All on right, with so me you. today because, you I know what, people here. ask me, well, it's funny, we go to our breakfast club every morning at Panera, right? And I yes, have, and, and they asked me, where's Peter going? I said, I have a hard time tracking him where I'm going to be every day, yet alone to follow you. It's like, you know, where's Waldo? I have a new calendar coming out. Where's Peter? You know, well, where, I'll tell you. where's Peter? Where's um, Peter? Peter, where are you? Month, yeah, next month you're next where? Next month we cover, next month we're in Las Vegas. Yeah. We will be in New York. Yeah. We will be in Orlando, possibly San Francisco and Boston. You sure you want to sell me an island? Because I don't know where you're going to be. The show will be hosted by... No, we'll have to have the gang here come and take over. Hey, Tony, right. you up to guest hosting? Everyone ask you, you up to guest hosting? Hey, we might even have to All call right. Jake in. Now, ho- ho- Jake, hold on a minute here. Will you be my guest host? I got to slow it down. You got to slow it down. Before we talk about Amazon being a friend or We're foe, not talking about them till 9 o'clock, Peter. I got... Well, that's good. That's I the 9 o'clock. talk about hour. another friend or foe. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Cerebus. Who? What? Cerebus. Okay. Are, are you saying it Friend the right way? Okay. Cerebus. Are yeah. you saying it the wrong way? I think it's something okay. else. Cerebus? Cerebus? Cerebus. Yeah. Okay. Talk. Capital management company. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Now, we know what they did to Chrysler. Yeah. Are they doing the same thing to Remington? Well, you know what, Peter? Let me say something. You know, you get these finance companies. Would you please share? Yeah, you 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 get these words of wisdom. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Speaking words of wisdom. Paul McCartney Jr. That that was the Beatles for you guys. They're all looking at me like, "What's this guy singing?" The Beatles. I know. They're saying Beatles. Isn't there a spray that kills Beatles? Paul McCartney's first group wings. Uh, That was the second (laughs) group was wings, and and with his wife Linda. And Sir Paul McCartney, by the way, it's not just Paul McCartney; it's Sir Paul McCartney. A lot of respect Sir, for that guy. Sir Paul. Yes. Sir Paul. So, so service. Not Sir Paul so, ben- so, not Sir Paul Benzman. So let's talk about that. There's finance companies, right, that buy companies and yeah. look at companies, how mm-hmm. to tear them up, beat them up, spit them up, and all that stuff. Same thing that's going on, and we won't talk about with Art Van Furniture. Um, right. So finance companies uh, have a lot of money. They look at companies and they say, okay. What are the assets? They don't look at human beings. They don't look at employees that have been with companies for 20, 30 years. They look at people and they say, this is just a number. This has nothing to do with making guns. This is about nothing about having a legacy name of any brand. But what are the right. assets of the company? What are the true assets? And they look at it and say, okay, they got a great name. Okay, The name's got a lot of value. It's got stuff there. But guess what? We're not making enough money. You know, it's, it's, They're not making money. The first thing they look at is the human beings. How many people can we cut out? This is the problem with corporate America. This is a problem with a lot of mm-hmm. things. And this is where the millennials get it. They want to get it to the man because they saw what happened to their parents. They want to see what's going on. And that's why they're more entrepreneurish and they're going to do things on their own. And, and hats off to them. All right. And and, and I'm not going to get more on that because I can really speak about young people who I have. My son teaches no. me stuff every day. So let's go back to okay. service. And, and so you yeah. look at a company, comes in and says, okay, here's the value. Now, there's many reasons for a company losing money, all right, whether it's overhead, whether the men. Let's go right up to the top. Let's look at executives, bonuses, $1, 2 $3 million when you've got a factory worker sitting there starving and saying, okay, he's the one putting the guns together. So you look at these companies like service and they say, okay, what is the value of Remington? 
how do we maximize the value for our company? And how do we, we don't care if it even survives. We can sell off this piece to this one. We can sell plan B to them. We can send plan A. And by the way, while we're doing this, we can ship the parts over to China, and we can do that. At the end of the day, our guns will cost us 30% less. We'll have 20% less of overhead. And guess what? We'll sell this company for a lot of money. Well, I'm very concerned on a couple of things. And whenever you see a company coming in to do the takeover, mm-hmm. the number one loser, as we know, is the employee right off the bat. Well, it's the employee, and a lot of times it's the consumer, too. And, and right. the employee well, the, gets it's hit. Gonna be both, it's going to be both parties. It's never going to be at the high end. No, it's, um, it's that. It, it, goes the, it goes the other route. You which know, is a very, very difficult piece to stomach sometimes. And that gets to be the hardest part in communities every day. And I know we're going to deal with Amazon because I've got more to go on Amazon as we, as we go through the show today. Yeah. But uh, major concern there that I look at. You know, we, we look at this and, and a lot. And, and once again, uh, 9 o'clock hour, we'll talk about Amazon, and it's a shame. Matter of fact, and Peter, we, be with David Sobel. Yeah, David Sobel's got a lot of stuff on his, too. So here's what I say. You know, we had a guest in the office this week, and he's, he's a turnaround man. He's, he's a company guy mm-hmm. who's worked on a lot of things. I can't let it out of the bag. He's not under contract yet yeah. with us, but it looks like he's coming here. We had some great conversations yeah. this week about it, and it was a great meeting. We, we met with this gentleman, and hopefully we can announce something next week, the week after, because he's probably coming over from another network. Another media, All but right. the, the fact is, Great. is that, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll I announce that. It. But at the end now of the I'll day, have somebody else in the studio with me. Okay, not in our show, okay. But at the end of the all down the road, Peter's got the show. Okay, we're good now. You know, can we cut the line off? He's trying to get rid of me. He doesn't realize we can hit one button and cut him <laughs> off. You know, that's nice with the other. So no, we talked all about right. we talked about companies. We talked about turnarounds. We talked about assets. We talked about people in their own muck and not understanding where they're at. And and so we looked at this. Just gentleman was involved in a biggest bankruptcy in municipal history, um, uh, and a lot of things. And you look at these things, and there's so many companies that are so impersonal. You know, whether it's a service, whether it's this or that, it's you know whether Mercedes was a takeover of of uh, of, of, uh, of Chrysler or what oh, it was, a merger. What it, so we look at all these things, and once again, it's the employees that get hurt first. And that's why when I say this, you know, everyone watches the Olympics and they cheer for Americans teams, right? I don't think anyone, I don't think many people, if any people are cheering for American corporations anymore. You know, I I think the fact is, I want to get a shake of heads. I'm going to look at Tony. Tony, does anyone cheer for American corporations anymore? Ashley? Okay. And Jake? Nope. No one does. And and it's it's a shame because you know what? I, I, you know, Peter, you drive a domestic product, right? Yes, I do. And I drive a domestic product because I feel some loyalty that I do commercial real estate and our businesses in Detroit But area. we know some people in coffee that drive a domestic product that is made in China. And, and so that's it. You don't know what the domestic product is anymore. What is really domestic? So, you know, and, and this is where the American corporations lost it. You know, we have three amazing young people around me right now. None of them. And even I don't. I'm anti-corporate these days. And you look at this thing and you say, why did this happen? And and is the word greed? Do you guys think it's greed? Greed, greed, greed. And and you look at that, and, and it's it's that. And, and you look at corporations. You know, let's talk about retail, okay? Retail, the real time, the problem with retail, it's not all Amazon, okay? And we'll discuss that. But it's about 
Builder Square, or excuse me, Home Depot, all these companies, Home Home, Square, Builder Square boy. is gone. It's about boy, Home, you Home Depot, <laughs> Home say. Depot, and everyone else that says <laughs> the corporation has to build more stores, more stores, more stores, and then they build too right, many stores right. and they cannibalize their own stores. It's like Correct. if you look at franchises, there's too many pizza stores out there, burger stores, uh, sub stores, and it's just saturation. So, big part of the retail problem is that um, a big part of the retail problem. Is is the oversaturation? Ashley's got. She wants to put her three cents in here. Okay, I, Jake, I do. Let's, okay. okay, so are you familiar with um, where seventy five meets Twelve Mile and John R? I am. Yeah, little, yeah, little. Oh, market I love well. to call oh, that little well. area competitors corner. Yeah, because yeah. you have a Home Depot and a Lowe's. Yep. You have a Tim Hortons and I think a Starbucks. You've yep. got Starbucks two different gas stations, two different banks. You have. Competitors for every business that is set up there, there is a competitor directly across the street. And I'm glad but you we, chimed we did, in. But Ashley. we did close the, but we did close the Kmart. We, yes, yeah, the but Kmart, the Kmart closed, closed and the, the Radio Shack closed there as well. They did it, but here's the yeah. deal, Ashley. I'm glad you chimed in because you know what, I, you're putting your your more than two cents in. That's a big dollar <laughs> bill you threw in. But the fact is, she's right. And so when you get, get this person here, this person here, so we're seeing a consolidation. I've said it before. American had 9.2 mil, 9 mil, 9.2, slow down, Paul, 9.2 square feet of retail for every U.S. citizen. Europe's at 2.2. So we're seeing a consolidation along with the trends of online shopping. But this is called America Greed, okay? American Greed that says, and I'm probably going to lose some clients in the commercial real estate business for this because at the end of the day, Yes, we want to open more stores, but there's a point of saturation. And when you get into that, the point of saturation, that's what we're seeing. So we're looking at that, and the young people are really leading the ways. And and, and I'm going to throw this at you. Look at 12 Oaks Mall in Novi. You've got five major anchors on the endangered species list. You've got Macy's. Well, three for sure. No, you've you got, got, you got five, sure. Peter. You've got five. Lord & Taylor's shaky. Macy's is shaky. Sears is shaky. J.C. Penney's in shaking, and Nordstrom doesn't know if they're going to go private and what they're going to do. So you got five unhealthy retailers, right? Then I'm going to yell further. When I go into an upscale department store and I want service, I want to find someone, I can't find anyone to wait on me. Then I can't find the inventory I want, and the store looks like a piece of crap and is messy. So why do I go back to that store? I have a small shoe size. I go to Nordstrom, seven and a half. They always carry them. They don't carry me. Mr. Benzman, you can go online and we can give them to you in two days. Well, I did that. And at the same time, I remember hearing the name Zappos. So I went to Zappos and find the same shoe at $50 less. So they pushed me into Zappos. I'm very angry. Very angry. Because you know what? People have to realize if they want the socialization of shopping and realize that they want to run out that day and buy something, they're not going to have it. So you need to get a mix. So the retailers better wake up and they better realize you need to give people service and selection and that they're not the only player anymore. And the young people here are looking at the, oh, so impersonal. They made it impersonal. So they have no loyalty to American corporations, no loyalty to stores, and shame on them. Did I say it harsh enough? Was I yeah, too? Yeah, you did, actually. So okay. you did it. And I, I need you to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. You're trying to get rid of me. And oh, no, he's trying to save me. Thank you, Peter. No, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. But okay. with this last, we have a few seconds left. Yeah. Um, and I know some of the viewers want to get a hold of us, so why don't we give them our number? All right, let me do that, and we'll take it into break. It's 844-999-9249. Write it down, folks, 844-999-9249. They should put it on quick dial. Don't forget to download our app at NRM Streams on either both stores. We're going to take a break right now. We're coming back. Peter, you'll be with me for the last segment at least. 
Uh, you're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. naturally shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. Show up, sign up, and ride. Man, I miss that man. Buzzy Buzzy's coming back this week from a month down in Florida. Well-deserved break. We got Peter Perlman on in Bowling Green. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Oh, you know, you're so funny there. You are trying so much to be like the Parkway commercial, like Jimmy Bragman giving, you know, after he just showed you why alcohol's not good for you. It's okay. Why? Is, it's is really Jimmy good. the results of alcohol? <laughs> No, Jimmy's giving you the specific reasons on why alcohol can be a medical condition. Yeah, it could be. But you know what? Um, I want to thank Parkway, uh, another sponsor, and all the folks. If, hey, if you want to advertise, NewRadioMedia.com is a beautiful place. Uh, digital, you're in perpetuity. When people listen to on-demand stuff, your commercial never goes away. I know. Now, you ready for your trivia question, your real trivia question? Was the other one a fake one? No, the other one was the more talking about what happens this day in history. Okay, was I was I alive in this trivia question? Because if not, forget it. Yeah, you were alive, actually. Okay, I'm okay. not sure our your um, the answer is Funkin' Wind, Funkin' Waggle. Okay, go ahead. Okay, here you go, guys. Guys, guys do me a favor: get on your phones and get the answer so you can help me. Yeah, out. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. That's cheating. That's cheating. Well, you're not in the, the studio. First product, <laughs> you know. Now hold on, guys. Go ahead. Okay. The go first ahead. product. Yeah. To have a barcode. The first product to have product a barcode. To have a barcode. Uh, was it milk? No. How about cigarettes? No. Um, it was uh, Jiffy peanut butter. No, nice try. Bob. Oh, well, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. 
the first, and I'll go slow for was it. Was it chewing gum? It? Chewing gum? The first. What'd you do? Look it up? No, I'm trying to think. I'm just, I'm just one of those you guys. You are right. It is chewing I gum. I was chewing but gum. Who's chewing gum was it? It was probably Wrigley's. Yes, it was. Okay. Wrigley's chewing gum. Good, 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 good. Okay. Good, good. good. I'm glad Peter's now, in the studio. Now, here's your second piece for you. You ready for this one? Yeah. Kentucky one Fried Chicken blank, is the answer. One in blank Americans has appeared on TV at some point. One in blank. One Amer- in blank. Oh, that's Americans. that's probably yeah. one in ten. You are too high. One in ten. One in one in a hundred. One in a hundred. One in a thousand. No, no, you're too high. You got to come down. I was like one in five. Didn't you take math? Didn't you take math? I mean, for a guy dealing with money. And, wait, and wait, numbers. wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. One, you, well, if one in ten is too high. Yeah. So okay, got to be what? lower than that. Thank you. You're okay. Too high. Okay. One in Come five. Down. No. One out one of three. One in four Americans has appeared on TV at some point in their life. One in four. Now, Peter, let me ask a question. How long did it take you I to survey that? I bet you're trying that? to figure this one out. How they did it, too. No, I want you to know. Yeah, what did they do? How did they do that? Tell me more <laughs> behind it, because I want to know. You want to know some of the aspects of it? You ready? Go for it. Sporting events. Sporting events. Whenever there is a camera floating. And you see a sporting event, they're on television. I disagree. There's a lot of guys drinking beer that spend more time in the restrooms and they miss the camera. Oh, come on. I have those cameras there, too. They miss the camera. Wait a second. There's cameras in the urinals? <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. People are worried about people getting info off Facebook and there's cameras in the urinals? Wait a second. Is Whoa. that the urinal Whoa. channel? We're not We're not going to have that. You can listen to no, www.urinalchannel.com. No. Okay. Watch well, your I pee just want flow. you to know that these things... You know, I, I do a lot of research for you. Oh, for me, you do research. Peter, I never knew you I worked for me. Thank you. for you. Boy, I didn't know Peter worked yes. for me. Guys, guys, did you just hear that? Peter works for me. He works oh, for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, uh, we're it's looking at the talking me, biz yeah, here at New Radio Media. And if you've just joined us, I'm Peter Perlman. The guy sitting at the desk that you may see there moving his lips. Hi. That's Paul Benzman. That's me. Now. Yes, go talk to me. That's Paul. So, Paul, yeah. in 1940... What airport officially opened? Detroit Metropolitan Airport. No. Willow, Willow Run. Not in Michigan. Oh, not in Michigan. Oh, that was... Uh, not in Michigan. LaGuardia, New in York. 19... LaGuardia, that is correct. See, LaGuardia. See, not in Michigan. I got it right away. You're... No one no one uh, helped me. Did I do okay, guys? All right, let's go Jake. on. Good, let's good, go good. You're, you're, Jake you're even likes Jake. Ball. Thank you, Jake, for the – Jake is my buddy. Okay, Jake. Okay, here you go. You better keep looking at everybody. I'm watching you on the screen here, so okay. I got you They covered. didn't tell me about LaGuardia. They Daylight can't even spell LaGuardia. time goes into effect for the very first time in the United States in yeah. what year? Daylight savings time the first year. What year did it go into? Guys, you're supposed to yeah, be looking what year it up did for it me. First Tony, you're not helping me here, Tony. I, I bet he ain't helping Let you. me ask you a question. Why does that answer Tony, mean stay anything? Away from that, why, does stay that away answer, from why does that answer mean anything to anybody? I mean, people fly people fly in and out of LaGuardia. There's millions of people. That Okay, that's interesting. But I, you know what? This waking LaGuardia up shorter. Like a third world airport. What are you talking about? They're rebuilding up. Right? They're rebuilding up. I know. They okay. Are. Okay. What's my answer for my daylight savings time? Daylight savings time. It was. Uh, when did that first come around? I, I, Tony's giving me fingers. I can't read. That's I eight. That's eight. That's <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight. Six. Eight. Six. Oh, eighty-six. Uh, no. Eighteen eighty-six. Let's go back. 
1918. Tony, you got the wrong answer. Tony gave me the wrong answer. And for that, I'm going to give you another finger. Right. Okay. And here's the last, all right, here's the, here's the last three questions. Okay, last three Mr. questions, and we got to take a break last, in two last minutes. Go ahead. Questions, we got other things to and do. then I got to say goodbye to you. When so hurry up. Did the United States, when did the United States purchase the Virgin Islands from Denmark? On this day. Well, I'm very, on this day. I'm very interested in virgins, so go ahead. Nobody, right? I know. When, when did the Virgin Islands get purchased by the United States from Denmark? And this fact is important. Why? You know, Paul, I keep watching you looking at everybody. To try I, to I'm get just those saying, I'm not, I don't even want to know the answer to this. You know what? <laughs> the Virgin Islands. Okay. And why were they called the Virgin Islands? Well, that, that you'd have to ask the Danish. Wait a second. I got to talk to. I got to. I got to talk to. I got to talk to a breakfast. Uh, breakfast suite. A Danish roll. He's going to tell me that. Nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. All right, Tony almost okay, had it. So, so anyways, Peter, we, have left, we got the time we have left. Yeah. Share with everybody, David Sobel. All right. So, David Sobel, proven resources. David's an attorney and a fine gentleman. He's going to join us for the second hour. And David and I are going to discuss a plethora of a lot of things going on. Uh, I want people to call us. Did you learn that word all by yourself? Yeah, in in a comic book. 844-9999-249. Peter, thank you for calling for Bowling Green. Say hello to everyone down there. Have a great Passover. Happy Passover. You're coming back next week? I'll be in that studio at 730. All right, Peter will be here next week. Peter, thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy everything down in Bowling Green. Say hello to your son and everyone else down there. And I want to do this, Paul, for everybody. I want to wish everybody a great Pesach, Passover, and a happy Easter for everybody celebrating their holidays this weekend. All right. Thank you very much, Peter. Anyways, you're listening to Talking Biz. Peter, have a safe drive back. Uh, Come back tomorrow. Back tomorrow. Be back late tonight. All right. Enjoy drive. Anyways, you're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll see you at the 9 o'clock hour. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. 
But sadly, the news is not all good, though, as the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future, largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Good morning, Detroit. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We have a special guest, David Sobel. Good morning, David. Hi. Good morning, Paul. I'm just making sure my my phone is off. Your ringer's yeah, off. My yeah, ringer's okay. Off. It's like at a funeral. Make sure that you got Hey, turn up the volume a little bit on your thing. Here, right here, David. You're on this one here. Oh. Got it? Really better? Yeah, much better. All right. Okay, well, perfect. Anyway, David, I want to thank you for coming in. The yeah. last moment I call, you're a friend. Yeah, I'm not going away. I just found you know found out this weekend. You know, it's a holiday weekend. Everybody's out of town. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to thank you for coming in. Sure, you know you're what? very welcome. I respect you. I want to talk a little bit about you, and 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 really, we it's became... nice that you talk about me in front of me. Well, so. and I can because here's the deal: <laughs> I have a lot of respect for you. You know, very kind. and 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 you know, we've done legal work together. You've done some stuff with me, and you find the issues. But what's cool about you is you're a mensch. You're a great human being because everyone I talk to that knows you. Okay, and I've known people in your family for years, mm-hmm. like your uncle and all that stuff. Sure. But when you're with you and you keep people informed, you know, a lot of lawyers just say, okay, here's the deal. All they know how to do to his bill. But when I know you're taking care of something, you've put people at ease. And that's the cool thing. No, thanks. You know, it's it's the cool thing and, and all that stuff. And, and you and I talk about a zillion things. If you and I could conquer everything we said, we'd be up 36 hours a I took a hypnosis a course. And okay. That's kind of <laughs> what, whatever it is. Put a spell on you. But, but it's cool because, you know, you're, mm. a, you're a good human being. You do stuff. Thank you. And when I need to go to someone, and, and we don't get it together because we're both busy. Very much we're, so. We're both right. busy. We don't get together as much. So I really thank you for being here. One, to see you. Happy Passover. Thank you. And be here. Same to you. So, you know what? And, and what I like about you, and, I, and I've been with Peter for years. Peter yeah. and I have been partners in a show, been friends. Sure. And we do really well together. But when I was thinking yesterday and, and really thinking about, one, I'd like to have your presence on your radio media regularly. We're talking about that. Sure. But but not just that, to talk about someone, to really discuss issues. And, and you know, I, I've got something that bothers me a lot, and I get heated up a little bit. I could I, hear you yeah, in the waiting room. Yeah, I get, I get upset because, yeah. you know, you look at things and—, and you know, you look at the world of retail, you look at the way things are changing. Now, new radio media is a part of the change of the Internet. We look right. back and we say that bookstores were a victim a long time ago. Mm-hmm. First, the music stores and the way digital music came out. People didn't buy albums, though records are coming back. So are bookstores. Yeah, and they are right? too. So they're coming back. But what happens is if the change, so what does affect? So technology changes a lot, and we're in the world of a lot of change. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, you know, I write a lot, yeah. and one of the articles that I'm writing, uh, working on right now deals with adaptation to change. Yeah. And um, with technology, especially, let's say, in old-school professions, yeah. such as real estate, yeah. um, you know, law, mm-hmm. uh, accountants, not so much, but um, maybe somebody will call in and beg to differ. But all these professions, doctors, they've all been affected by the Internet, so they complain about it. You know, access to information is too easy. People are diagnosing themselves on the phone, let's yeah, say, medically. Yeah, doctors, yeah. Doctor, all the, you know, everybody's, lawyers are affected, you know. Uh, yeah. People research uh, to their detriment, usually, uh, uh, legal issues, and then they tell the attorney how things should work. But long and short of it, in the end, you the professionals have to adapt to what the Internet's providing. And that's, I heard you when I was in the waiting room yeah. about when you were talking about Amazon. Businesses need to adapt. I mean, you know, they to, do. To they get... do because these guys are something simple. 
Right. You know, you got to look at what's what's missing. Right. Customer service. Cu- well, I, I you know me, I'm a big believer. Yeah, in it. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about uh, having a personal touch with your for your your uh, for your store clients. It yeah. would be their customers. They yeah. have to have a personal touch. That's why uh, yeah. a lot of people talk about uh, Nordstroms. Yeah. Uh, in in my business, we. In my office, I don't know about all businesses, but uh, professional businesses, I look at people like a, a climate client family. Yeah. We're always talking about the client family. I have a client service manager uh, who basically her whole job is to make sure that my clients are getting uh, information that may not even be related to the laws. You know, just updated information regarding their business, updated yeah. information regarding, you know, happy birthday, happy anniversary, personal touch. The simple things of, of, of that, it's like every day I wake up and Facebook's a part of my life and everyone's life. Mm-hmm. And they're taking some hits right now. Sure. You know, new technology taking some hits. But you know what I do the first thing every morning? I, I wake up and say, hey, I was good about morning, to say, thank God I'm up. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but good morning's right. Uh-huh. And I go to everyone's birthdays and wish everyone a happy yeah. birthday. It's a small thing. That must take you at least. I've seen all the friends that you have. It must take you two hours it, to get it's, through. It's, it's amazing. No, today there were six of them. Okay? They're going to make a special app for there you. There were six of them because you know what? Uh-huh. And I'll, I'll tell you right now. Can you read it out? I can read it out. Susie Brickner. Okay, uh-huh. Friedman. Susie's a great person. Uh-huh. Birthday today. Okay, Heather Nicole from TV. Uh, Mark Zawida from, you know. Sure. He left, he, he left, you know, yeah. Keller Williams this oh, week. Oh, by the way, yeah. you know, not to. I'm going to interrupt. Yeah, go I ahead, apologize. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, my understanding, I, I know Mark just as an acquaintance, but yeah. uh, somebody had told me he went to a company that deals more with internet, uh, uh, internet business platform yeah, in EXP, real estate. EXP. EXP. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to plug them at this point, but yeah. I'm just saying that goes along the lines with regards to uh, what we're talking about. Well, same thing. So, and then we got Florence Abel. Flo oh, has Flo, been yeah, an Abel. Flo. Yeah, Abel sure. Stein, the real right. estate team, sure. been around forever. Mm. Uh, Suzanne Lasio. Suzanne was on the Food Channel. She's local. Yeah. And then Alan Shepard, not the astronaut Alan right. Shepard, but here's Alan, who I started my radio career with wow. at WSHJ. Wow. Alan, I can't believe Alan's that old, which means I'm getting that old. <laughs> I don't think you'd appreciate <laughs> that, right? Alan's a great guy. Alan and I run each other once in a while, but Alan was my, my early, and also uh, Jeff Lesson, you know, oh, Lesson. Sure. Okay. Jeff got his career on my first show. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had drive uh-huh. time on WSHJ Wednesdays uh-huh. from 3 to 6, uh-huh. and Jeff did my sports, so I remind him every day. I'd never get any royalties from Jeff. Uh-huh. Very angry at Jeff. Jeff's an amazing Man. But you, is that a, a platform now that you're going to be doing reading birthdays off uh, every every time? No, you I have... just thought this morning because of the internet and how sure. we're going to talk about internet right. and and looking at this. But let's go back to the change. Let's let's ask for callers at eight four four nine 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 two four nine. We're going to start chiming in about Amazon in a couple sure. seconds. But if you have your thoughts, Amazon friend or foe, mm-hmm. what do you think? So let's go back to change in technology. We right. just talked about that and way people are so. You know, I, I'm the kind of guy that, a single guy, that if I want a new dress shirt, I'm going to a wedding tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, Either stuff's in the laundry, I want something new, a new tie, I'll run over, and Lord & Taylor used to be my store of choice. So I'd go over there and say, okay, I'd like this shirt this size. Um, we don't have it, sir, but we'll be glad to ship it to you in two days at no charge. Mm-hmm. Well, what do I do now? Wear a new shirt tonight. So then i got to run around the mall to other retailers. And they've cut their selection of men's dress shirts to about a half of what it used to be. And then, uh, first I have to find someone to ask them, which is about a 10-minute right, search. Well, that, that right there okay? is the problem, right? And then i got to find someone who wants to take my money if I do find something. Mm-hmm. So is that customer service? Well, no, that's that's one, the evidence of the Internet, one of the, like Zappos. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, they're my fan. I'm a fan of them. But but is it really the Internet, or is it is it about the people who are using the Internet who realize that in order for them to get clientele, 
to use the internet. Yeah. They have to go up and, uh, above and beyond when it comes to cu- customer service. So the other day I was dealing with an IRS issue okay. for a client. Okay. And I tell this to quite a few of my colleagues the past two weeks. I actually got a call back from an IRS uh, agent, field agent, yeah. within like an hour. He took care of a very important item for me, was as pleasant as could be. And the first thing I said to him, I, I said, I need your full name and I want your employee ID. And he says, why? And I said, well, he has to give it anyways. But uh, he's like, I was so enthusiastic because he was so responsive to what I needed. I couldn't believe it. Um, and I said to him, did you take a Zappos customer service course or something? You are this is like the new IRS. And they are the new they are new. But you know, yeah, probably he was that was his first week in. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But but the truth is is that's what you have to do no matter what business you're in. So is it the if you're dealing with people long distance mm-hmm. or on the internet, that's what distinguishes you as opposed to, you know, taking for granted the people that are coming through your store. Well, and you I'm think, glad you said that because, yeah. you know, it's like I, I'm the kind of guy and I want to start a campaign to make a stranger smile again. Today. Oh, I love that. Okay? Yeah. Make a stranger smile today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like when I see customer service people, when I ask someone with good service, no one does the pat on the back anymore. Right. And, you know, it's that little extra thing. It's important to me when mm-hmm. I leave here at night that I wait and I work a lot of hours and make sure I say goodnight to all the staff and say, hey, what's going on? You're doing a good job. You're doing this right. or that. And people are afraid. So when you ask the name, he says, sir, what are you trying to get me in trouble? No, you probably wanted to call his boss. I actually say, did. Yeah, and say, thank you for the great service. That doesn't happen anymore, David. Paul, to, to this guy's credit, yeah. I, I don't remember his last name right offhand. Yeah. It was Italian, long, long Italian name. They were out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. But to this guy's credit, when I was telling another IRS agent a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, do you know this guy? Yeah. He even knew him. He says, yeah, I keep that guy's name in my book because that's how effective he is. And that's a that's a phenomenal. That's that's how it's nice. Yeah. And but the the problem it's a, is it's the exception, not the rule. It's the exception, but you know what? It's it's. We talked earlier in the first segment about mm. millennials and people teaching me things and mm. us things. You know, the fact is, there's a lot of polluted people out there. A lot of people that don't appreciate things. A lot of people that are angry. You know, every time I go to a store and someone gives me service or I want to say, "Hey, how are you doing today?" They look mm. at me like, "What are you going to rob me?" The trust is gone. Well, you, you're kind of a suspicious character. Yeah, thank you. The trust is gone. <laughs> Seriously, when you look at someone and you say to a stranger, sure. hey, how are you doing today? Right. Their attitude is, why do you want to know? Right. Why do you want angry society? Yeah. Why do you want to know? I don't know if we can get into that part uh, today. How many hours no, do we, we have? No, can't, we can't. So let's go to a big topic I've been talking about, sure. a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. Amazon friend or foe? I you know what? I love Amazon. Okay. I, you know, but I, I share this with you. Okay. I love Amazon for the convenience, and I, I love the fact, you know, I do love it for the pricing. Yeah. And I'm never in a hurry running around for a shirt last second, with all due respect. Well, you're Paul. Married, your wife I, takes care I, of it. No, that. my, please, I would never say that either. Okay, not that my okay. wife wouldn't take care of it. That's not her job to take no, care I'm of not it, Paul. That, but yes. but uh, here's the thing. Um, I, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, recently, very recently, my wife and I uh, have been starting to go down to Detroit more often okay. uh, and, and frequently frequenting a uh, number of new restaurants. Yeah. And I can share with you how impressed we are with the young staff, the service that we get has been amazing. Now, you might say, David, I don't have that experience. But my experience has been the past several months. Every time we go to a restaurant, it's a newer restaurant, let's say, maybe that's one of the reasons why, but the people cannot be more helpful. The no, servers I agree cannot with you. be. And so there's something there. Maybe the millennials who are looking they get for it. the. They get it. That's right. They, get they it, realize. David. Here's where they get. Uh-huh. Maybe you need a younger salesperson well, when you're going in yeah. <laughs> to, to Lord and Taylor. Or well, wherever. they need people that give a crap. 
and, and the problem is mm. that the oh. older people, the older people have been there right. and they see changes right. and they're angry. Well, no, I think what it is is the young people haven't been around long enough to learn not to give a grip. Or to well, give a you're, grip you're right, right. You're, but you're right in many ways. You know, it's cool because I haven't been go, jaded long enough. I go downtown a lot. I'm a fan of Detroit. I've been doing sure. commercial real estate 21 years in Detroit. Right. I oh, thought sure. I was nuts. Right. But at the end of the day, no, I do like the conversation with people. I do ask them what they're doing and what they're doing, and they share it mm-hmm. because they are. There's a different lifestyle. David, they're not pressured, okay? They're not, they don't, and most, and it's not all because there are a lot of young people that want to make a lot of money. That's fine. Mm. But they're not driven by money. They, they saw the greed. They saw their parents lose the right, house. That's they a saw big the, deal. They mm-hmm. don't keep money in the bank. There, there's a lot of things they right. don't do. And and I and I'm getting it now. Right. We work around a lot of young people. My right. son and I work sure. every day hand in hand. Right. And I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous of some of these people because guess what? A lot of them don't own homes. Okay. Their deal right. is they would rather spend money on nice food, mm-hmm. good food, travel, and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And who's to say they're wrong? No, I mean, that's that's actually a trend. And yeah. I've been reading the, about those items as well when it comes to new home uh, home ownership. Yeah. Uh, the millennials are kind of backing away uh, because of the 2008 uh, crisis. But I I think, Paul, um, that good cause, you know, there, you can you don't have to go to Detroit to find no. what I was just talking right. about. I mean, maybe that is maybe that is the uh, generational thing that you're, you know, a lot of people are are looking at the younger generation, you know, and being down on them. But actually, quite frankly, when I'm interacting with them in a business situation, most of, most of the young people I'm dealing with, they're great. Well, they make sense. And, I feel, and, and I feel like have... I'm an old man. No, you don't. People. It's funny. You just gave me a thing because we just finished the deal with the Imagine Theaters okay. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do live seminars. And I'd love to put something in millennials oh, sure. versus, you know, and have a discussion sure, right. That's... of who's right and who's wrong and have a really cool show. I think that we'll work on that and put that together. Mm-hmm. So let's go back. We're, we're running. Let's go to where Amazon. I'm going to ask you a okay. few things and say, okay. So Amazon is the middle of uh, just ready to finish their third or second warehouse. They open Livonia, right. hire a thousand people. They're going to have almost three million square feet of warehouse space in the Detroit market. How is that going to affect local retailers? Two hour delivery, two hours this. How is that going to affect local retailers, small and big? You know what? That's about adaptation. Yeah. And maybe if you're a smaller business person, you're not going to be able to get the product out the door faster, mm-hmm. but perhaps instead of uh, you know competing that way, you raise your game a different way. Perhaps you give more, in, uh, maybe not more incentives, but you, yeah, you give people more incentives to work with you, and maybe that's answering the phone a little bit nicer. Maybe it's uh, going above and beyond, uh, you know, what they say, giving extra value or more than uh, the quality that people are expecting. And, and that's a good thing you know, said. shock and awe, they call that. No, and, and what's happening is a lot of customers, a lot of higher-end retailers mm-hmm. are now going into descriptions of the product mm-hmm. and letting people know the value they get of the product. Right. So if they bring the right product and the right service, I believe it will work. Now, downtown Birmingham, Northville, Plymouth, those downtowns have to be doing okay mm-hmm. because of customer service. People want that. The niche market. They need the socialization of that. So right. that's what I'm afraid it might right. disappear. And people have got to realize it, that, you know— Sometimes you 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 want to hope or dream for what you hope for, but the fact is that socialization part. And I'm going to say whether it's men or women, uh, a lot of men staying home today to raise their kids and and vice versa. But let's go to downtown Birmingham, okay? Wow. Yeah. Downtown Birmingham, you have a lot of people during the day walking around shopping and and frequenting these little boutique shops. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a part of the lifestyle. That's a big part of lifestyle. Saying go to Plymouth, Northville, mm-hmm. go to Rochester, same thing. Well, why do you have to go to those places? Why can't I go to 
with, with all due respect, yeah. why can't I go to a Kohl's and get the same? T- I'm not talking about the experience. I'm talking about quality, just the, the goods. You know, okay, different things. Just, I like go to go. I okay. go to Kohl's. Yeah. Uh, they, you know what? They're a sponsor of mine. No, I'm okay. Just okay. But I didn't see why can't I get right? <laughs> why can't I get that same you know quality customer service from uh, a lady at Kohl's? Is it really? Is it really the destination, or is it just the individual? Now you have a whole new dif- uh, dialogue. Well, it's right. It's the, it's the destination individual, the size of the store. We can get into that because Kohl's can't I, have one person for every but 10 I people. i got to tell you, but again, it goes to the individual who's proud of the work that they're Preference. doing. I've had great yeah. people uh, who've helped me at Kohl's. And it's all over, but it comes down to the corporations not investing in their employees. Not in thinking about that, not in thinking about customer service, not even thinking about the customers. They're just looking at numbers. They're looking at numbers. The big companies are looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. And I talk well, to you employees. You don't think the small companies are looking at numbers? Well, they do. No, no. The small company can have an advantage over the big company. Sure. And we, we will talk about that, how they can really, like we just talked about, little downtown Birmingham shop. Mm-hmm. They can do customer service. They can call the employee. Hey, by the way, your designer you like just came in with two more pieces. Mm-hmm. Would you like to come see them? Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, let me take a picture on my phone. But is – you're talking about large versus small, but yeah. Amazon has that in their algorithm, you see. Yeah, yeah, and then they can say, hey, you know what you purchase? And they do. Yeah, you purchase I, this or, you, you know, people who purchase this also buy that. We're going to go a lot of places with Amazon and talk about yeah. We're going to go over to Japan and talk about Japan. what's going over there with Amazon. And okay. we, we follow Amazon. So so Amazon's opening their second warehouse soon in Detroit area, soon to be 3 sure. million square feet. A lot of people shaking in their boots. We're going to discuss more of that because we got to take a little break in a minute. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. you got questions uh, or, or want to contribute to this, call us at 844-999-9249. We would like you to call in and ask us questions or put your two cents in about Amazon friend or foe. We will take a break, and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, I'm ready for our show, and and you're ready for Mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, Slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. 
Good morning, Detroit. You're listening to Talking Biz. I'm Paul Benzman with special guest David Sobel. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, Paul. How you doing? I, I feel great. It's a good. beautiful day outside, sunny out, a little yeah, cold. Last day of March, where's the year going? It, it's flying It's going virally. into the second quarter. It, it's it's <laughs> flying. So anyways, we are having a conversation right now about Amazon and uh, what's going on in the world of Amazon and, and uh, the world of retail and the world of the Internet. So we were talking about that you're a friend of Amazon. I'm not. I'm not going to say friend or foe, but I'm just going to bring up the issues right now and what's going on because right. it's affecting a few things. We talked early in the first uh, segment of the show, first hour, about uh, how it's affected retail, but it's not just retail, and and retail's hurt itself because oversaturation. So once again, Amazon's waking everyone up, um, and I think right. that they do a good job. We get packages every day from Amazon, and I think, like you said adaptability people mm-hmm. have to change people have to do things people have to do things differently and um and you are right david you are an adapter being a lawyer you're not the typical lawyer i'm not you're, you're not you you keep in touch with people man you caught technology you were doing podcasts how long since i think 2012 yeah you're you're you're, you're ahead of the time i mean yeah. you you when i met you and we started talking i said mm-hmm. this guy's not just a lawyer he he knows what's happening well you know it's so interesting because in 2011 yeah. i didn't even know how to download an app on my phone and i had my friend i'll give a shout out to tom bell who sat like for a half hour trying to show me how to download this howard stern app not tom so, bell from the tv tom bell uh, no okay. tom bell from one of the banks okay because i, I know be tom at. bell over channel seven he's a salesman there for about well, almost 30 years you know he's a salesman so we're talking we were just talking about amazon the need for amazon etc and the need yeah. for customer service so yeah. this individual you're talking about uh he's a salesperson why do people still have salespeople if the, the internet you know takes care of everything personal touch right you know we we, we just took up with an office supply company uh-huh. that came in and said hey we'll match everyone's price but guess what? You'll be able to talk to us, and we'll deliver. We'll do this. You know, you don't have to have uh, – first of all, you call me a friend of Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you make it sound like I'm a buddy-buddy with Amazon. I actually use Did Amazon. Did you go to dinner with Amazon no. last week or so? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. don't tell my wife. Friend uh, of Amazon. Okay, no. yeah, go ahead. But, you know, I use Amazon when I'm looking for a unique item or uh, something I can't find at the store. That's when I use it, right? And I, yeah. I don't need it right away. But um, when when you're dealing with – individuals using Amazon or, you know, salespeople going out and about, uh, that personal touch, you can give that. You can do the same thing as a business person in a brick-and-mortar store as, let's say, Amazon does. You just have to have a good database. Yeah. You just have to good follow-up. Yeah. I mean, that's – so you can still do that. And you can anticipate people's needs by putting them on a subscription program like the office supply place. Right, right, right. You know, I go to Staples, let's say, uh, online to get my paper. Right. Uh, you know, every month it comes in. I don't even, it's a subscription. But if you're a smaller store and you can't compete, let's say, with the Staples, uh, maybe it's the, you know, the, the price point, you can still compete them, compete with them, making sure, oh, I'm going to make sure they get their box of boxes of paper, but also I'm going to throw in a couple pens, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, and I'm going to pick up their boxes for them that are sitting around, right, you know, right, after the right. paper. That's the stuff that ch- that's the distinguishing factor, and people do not realize that in any business. Yeah, it's service. You know, it's service. It's about you know service. What? It's going the extra mile, you and know, that's an old old. Well, it's, uh, axiom. It, it's it's old in service, and the fact is, service always sells. They say, and and it really does. And and when you go to retail stores, what I'm upset about also with re- natural retailers mm-hmm. is that they haven't adapted well, and they don't know how to, or they're lost because prehistoric people in the offices and looking the oh, way. Yeah. This is not the way we do it, and they don't uh, they don't adapt to change. Mm-hmm. That same thing that happened with the demise of the auto industry. 
you know, they didn't change. They didn't change. You know, back in, in the 70s, if the Japanese cars didn't come in, we'd be driving a lot of junk. I think it brought right. our quality up. Well, right. Forces you. It's a, it's a, then it puts you in survival mode. But let me ask you, do you remember uh, growing up a book called Mike Mulligan and His Steam Shovel? I do. Okay. I do. It just deals with adaptation. And that's a book that was written for, like, toddlers. Why don't we give those to every executive uh-huh. that are major corporations? Let's, if, let's if they do, read it. But men are a generation. I, I get know, it. I get it. About different generations of steam engines, et cetera, and what technology uh, does. Uh, it, it causes people either to adapt or die. And, and you know, if you look at that and you look at adapt or die, let's go back to retailers uh-huh. and let's go – no one has the proper mix of internet and bricks and mortar. No one's really defined it yet, right? And they're all trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But like they do, they, they, they either work too slow or too fast. Like uh, we were talking to Target about an online company a few mm-hmm. years ago, uh, and I was at a concept we talked about. They said, we love your concept. The problem is we put plans in three years ago that were just adapting. Right. Right. Yeah, but they don't realize the internet changes faster than That's that. That's correct. And, and you can't turn a corporation around. It's like a big steamship. You can't turn it around fast, but a little guy in a rowboat can turn around faster than a big steamship. Let me ask you this question. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you've been asking the question. I'm going to ask you one. Yeah. And that is, uh, if you were to work at a retail store, yeah. based on what you know, yeah. what retail store would you want to work at? You know, I just stated this friend because I'm a retailer. I had right. changed the stores and looking. You couldn't pay me a zillion dollars to sit in four walls because <laughs> I'd bang my head against the wall <laughs> waiting for someone to come to me. Uh-huh. Um, but if you look at that, I'd probably go in the restaurant business, not not really? to be in touch with people because you know they're coming in, they need a service, mm-hmm. and give people quality and, and conversation with someone. But I, I look, let's talk about the office supply stores. Okay. What I don't like about it is when they run a special and they don't have the inventory, but we can ship it to you. Making that trip to the store to find, only find out we don't have what we're advertising, but we'll ship it to you. And that, that's where the problem is on a lot of things. I'm going to give you a great example of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, right here, right down the street, Northwestern and uh, 14 Mile, yeah. there was a Office Max. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing more I dreaded than having to go to that Office Max. Yeah. The the salespeople That's the one were, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The exact same <laughs> store, yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> well, before they renovated, and now it's Office Depot, I think, yeah. but uh, – I would have to go in and, let's say, get that one item that we're missing. It was a paper or this or a shredder or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. To find it, to deal with a salesperson or a sales, you know, just salesperson, um, then to cash out was like an hour, uh, you know, expedition yeah. at the office store. I hated going there. I'd get a phone call from somebody at the office. Hey, we need, you know, X item. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, can't we uh, – I'd be on the phone. I'd be like, can't we overnight that? Like, can't we – go on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? And yeah. they're like, no, we need it now. And I'd walk into office – I'd drive over there. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Now, they just renovated the whole store. It looks good. It looks beautiful. And, um, you know, it's under new management, et cetera. They got rid of all the old salespeople. Yeah. Uh, and most importantly, when you walk in, it doesn't matter how they, they made the store. But, you know, it's much more updated. It's It's very sleek. It's not about that. It's yeah. about when you walk in, what happened? The salesperson comes over and says, what can I help you with? Yeah. And that was, a, that was a shock at that yeah, place, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm looking for X. Come on. I'll show you where that is. Walk me to the aisle. Help me pick out the item. And it was just a pen, by the way. But uh, whatever it was, I felt much better about and And got me to the cashier, and I got out of that store within like 10, not even 10 minutes. No, I, same experience. Okay. Same thing now. Yeah. Right. So – 
you have that, and then you hear people, your colleagues are all talking about the same thing. So what, what's that business done or that location? They realize PNC does the same thing. I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, uh, supporting one bank over another. Right. Uh, but I go to PNC. They've changed. It's like a concierge, concierge business. You walk in. You don't even go to a teller. You walk in with your deposit. This part I'm not crazy about, but yeah. you walk in with a deposit. That's what I usually like to do is walk in with deposits. Yeah, not, not take right. out but put money and, in. And yes. uh, I have a bunch of deposit slips. And um, they take me over to a desk. And I know all the people that I've known all these people before, but they've all been behind glass, uh, you know, uh, gun, what are you, bulletproof yeah. glass. Now they take you to their desk. You sit down. They've redone the whole thing. It's sleek. And uh, they do the transaction relatively quickly. I'd rather not sit down at their desk. I just want them to take my deposit and get the hell out. Right. But here's the thing. The next time I walk in, they walk right up to me, and they do it to all their clients, and they take care of them. It's a customer service thing. How does it distinguish? That's, that's a business, by the way, PNC or some of these banks. They're online, offline. They've taken care of the online need. You can bank online. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The brick-and-mortar part, they are starting to raise their game. They have to. That's the key. And what is the game? What's the game? Customer service. That's it. it it's about the customer. And you're right, David, because you know, I go to certain banks, and, and some I favor more than others. Huntington right. Bank is one of my favorites. Uh, Fifth Third, not so much. We won't go into that and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about customer service, and, and people have to realize that. And you're right. People are changing and adapting, but it's not coming fast enough. And, and oh, that's the agree. big thing. It's, it's not coming fast enough. And You'll they be retired to, by the time it happens. Well, you know, David, it's it's that they they they're not coming and they're not doing it fast enough. But let's go back. Let's go to Amazon. You okay? keep wanting to go back to Amazon. Well, because there's so much information yeah. I've dug up. And, and okay, let's talk about. Okay, it. the government of, of Japan mm-hmm. is now looking at antitrust issues with Amazon, and and the banks of Japan have a built-in inflation number they're looking for two percent a year. Right. Amazon screwing that up. Yeah. Amazon is screwing up their inflation rate of 2%. Can you believe that? What's their saving? Uh, their savings rate in Japan is extremely high. But what yeah. is their interest rate? Uh, well, they want to pump it up to the, the inflation to 2%. Okay? They're trying to keep it at 2%. That helps the growth right. of the economy and all that stuff. And Amazon is actually changing that factor. Can you believe an online company isn't affecting a, a government? Who would have thought that? You don't. It's it's amazing. Right. All these you know consequences. They're far-reaching consequences. It, it's to to be involved to affect a government. It's mm. it's amazing. So they're now looking at antitrust issues in Japan, uh, at Amazon. Well, what's the? I mean, what? I don't even know what the the GMP of Japan is, but yeah. uh, it's one of the highest in, yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. So what is? What would Amazon's quote GNP be like? Where would they rate? I don't know. In, in Good research. question. Good question. You know, I'm sure I, I it's think quite high. It, it's high. You know, there's just there's so much going on, and and our old El Presidente, mm-hmm. you know, this week brought up and 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 sunk the Amazon stock price. Says I'm going to look at them. Right. You have to realize they're now putting airlines together. Two hundred airplanes are ordered by Amazon to do their own shipping. Yeah, that, I mean, with all yeah. that's that's being it's an entrepreneur. That's, I, that's pretty I, smart. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm actually more excited about you know. Uh, Jeff Bezos and and uh, uh, some of the other uh, you know king entrepreneurs dealing with healthcare and trying to come up with a, another program. Well, look at a competitive look at, program. Look at Walmart this week. Yeah, look at look the, at them. They're, they're looking to buy a health insurance company. Yeah, that's they've been you talking know? about that for a while. And, and and they're looking because here's what's happening in the economy in the world. People have to cross different businesses if they mm-hmm. grow so big and they got to get into another industry. And they look at that. I, I just hope you know. 
if if they're buying a healthcare company, you know the the um, the shopping carts at Walmart, yeah. and they the wheels are always yeah. like if you go on a gurney, that that's not going to happen with Walmart. No, so. we got We got to figure that. But David, time is <laughs> flying by. You know, it's funny. I I get things whispered in my ears that we got to take a break. Okay. Anything. We're going to continue the Amazon's talk. Uh, I'll focus more on Amazon. No, no, don't have to because it, it leads us to a lot of things in the industry. But if you got a question, 844-999-9249. I've got a couple texts we got to talk about. Some people texted me, right. sent me some stuff on the topic, and we'll talk about it. We're going to take a break right now. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll see you in about two minutes. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. I love that music. Hey, good morning, everyone. March 31st, Saturday morning in the Motor City. You're listening to Talking to Biz. I'm Paul Benzman, along with David Sobel. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, Paul. You know, we're going to talk just a little more about Amazon, then we're going to move on to some other topics. A lot of things going. Now, Now our old Presidente is talking about uh, watching Amazon, what they're doing, how watching them, antitrust stuff. Um, I don't think they're breaking any laws right now. They're being pro proactive on what they're doing. They're a growing company. Uh, he's doing a lot of things right, mm -hmm. um, and when he doesn't do something right, he turns and steers the ship quick. So for such a huge company, Very he makes fast moves, and he's nimble. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're just cutting ties now. Amazon severed ties with their lobbying firm in, in D.C. Mm -hmm. because they didn't like the shot from the president this week. Stock tumbled a little bit right. and doesn't understand it. Um, a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, we heard your opinion on Amazon. I, I'm still out there, and, and like I said, it's waking a lot of people up. It, it's evolving. It, it's evolving. 
and we talked about technology with with music, and we talked about books. We talked about hey, new radio media. We're we are because of technology, right. and we're evolving. If it wasn't for two and a half years ago, uh, when Ian Benzman said to me, "Dad, wake up! You're an idiot. You don't go buy radio time anymore," because right. even back in 2012, people were listening all over the country online. Right. And so that's why new radio media was created, and and things changed. So. You know, uh, we got more text. Uh, Glenn from West Bloomfield said, hey, he's he's a commercial real estate broker. And he says, you know what? Good for them. He that said good for them. Right? He said good for them. He says, you know, yes, it's affecting. But guess what? People have to change and times change yeah. and uh, they got to wake up. So that was from a real estate broker right. in, in, in Bloomfield, West Bloomfield, excuse me. And, and Susan from Chicago, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, texted in and said um, she loves Amazon. And she did 100% of her Christmas shopping last year on Amazon. So the convenience, right. you know, the convenience, the biggest thing now, and I think we're going to have to adapt is, you know, when you order something, where it gets shipped to. You know, I, I believe, and I came up with a device, instead of like the old milk box or the old milk chute, right. is an Amazon box on your front porch that only it's, the delivery guy has a magnet that can open it up. It's like the old uh, Blockbuster return boxes. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Every, every every home has a blockbuster return box. They're blue. I think they were big and yeah. blue. Well, Amazon has the lockers in stores and in lobbies oh, of, yeah. of all that stuff. So they're getting that. I mean, it's yeah. it's really amazing. You know, you look about this, you know, we're we're in the midst of so many technolo- technological changes, you know, autonomous cars, accidents and this one this. I mean, right. the world is changing quicker and quicker and it's it's totally amazing what's going on. So I think we're going to wind down the Amazon speech. Uh, we talked about them. You know, hey, listen, they're growing, they're growing. Everyone else is. We did a little research this week on mattress companies. Okay. There's like 14 online mattress companies. You can buy a mattress to your front door. Right. It, it's amazing. Now, that deal, you know, how do you test a mattress? Well, what do they do? They provide a uh, 100% guarantee. Yeah. I mean, so that, how do you, how, the challenges of online businesses is, well, how do I get, you know, to work with somebody who would normally use, let's say, uh, a physical location yeah, to, try water, out, yeah. right, to try out uh, the item, such as a mattress company? Who would have thought, right? They ship it in the box. They make it convenient. And if you don't like it, by the way, you can sleep on it for 90 days yeah. or 180 yeah. days. And you just gave me a great idea. Yeah, and then you, you know what? You can have a hostel. I'm like gonna, I'm gonna sleep on a different mattress every, <laughs> every, 90, every days. ninety days. I take right? this one home. I'm gonna call this purple. Right. I'm gonna call purple yeah. mattress. Hey, can right. I have yours for a year? Reverie gives you a year. Oh, do that. Reverie gives you, you a never year. need to buy a mattress. Yeah, I got, again. I got another week to send it back. It's almost like dining rooms and it's uh, <laughs> bedrooms. Are, well, they're never gonna be obsolete, but uh, yeah. you, you know, you can have a new mattress every several months. It's, it's interesting the change, David. And, yeah. and you look at that. Um, I was aware. Um, we represented a company called U.S. Mattress years ago. We did their first yeah. couple stores. And they were the, they're the largest online mattress company. And what they do is they inform people. And they ship regular mattresses, not one that goes in a box, real mattresses. And they said, Paul, in the middle of Utah, where a person has no idea to get a mattress, they did white glove delivery, mm-hmm. and they walk people through the process. Do you like a firmer mattress, a harder mattress? Right. you sleep on your side? you do this? you do this? And they ship them. That's the, that is truly the, the beautiful thing about the Internet that I love. And like most people, it gives you information. And it, the more information you provide people, the more transparent you are um, in whatever service you're providing, it makes it easier in the end to have a client or a customer because, number one, they feel comfortable. They're, yeah. they're with, with you. They're better informed. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people do not make it like you're running in to buy a shirt. Yeah. Uh, that, but most people for large purchases do not make a buying decision 
right away. No, not at all. The furniture industry, I think only about uh, 20% walk in the store and buy the first time. But I will tell you, it probably will shorten if you can just pick up the phone and say, hey, I need a mattress, send it on over, I'll try it out. I mean, you know, that that's going to be a, a blurred line soon because uh, I know just in my business, when I'm dealing with somebody and they're inquiring, most of my clients are referred, but when they call, they're, they need a lawyer, they need some advice, but they don't make the decision right away. We stay in touch with them. Yeah. And it's like a moving – and that's what Amazon does. That's, that's customer service. That's what um, – What's the other, Zappos? Yeah, you know they'll, they'll drip mail you. Oh no, say, your, hey. your ship, your package was shipped. Yeah. Did you receive it? Keep, How do you do keep it? Keep track of it. I, I find it it's very interesting. I love it when I order from Zappos. Actually, I'm going to go tomorrow and order a new pair of shoes. You need to order Zappos. some shirts. Yeah, yeah, Zappos. yeah. You go. No, I have <laughs> shirts. I got okay. plenty of shirts. Good. But the fact is, you know that's that's what I enjoy about it. So I'd like to see the proper mix and, and retailers wake up to get customer service and the right mix. Store sizes are coming down because they don't carry as much inventory anymore. Right. But so there's a big adjustment in that in technology. And the world is changing faster and faster. So let's close the door on Amazon this morning. Okay. And uh, thank you for your input on that. Also with other online retailers, more private labels are coming out. More private labels. A company called Boxed.com mm -hmm. has created a brand called Prince and Spring. Um, they box.com sells all kinds of stuff you buy in the store, whether it's tissue papers, and they're coming out with their own brand. Um, oh, I think I read about that. Yeah, and, and they're coming out with their own brand because here's what's happened. When you buy something named brand, a huge percentage of that is marketing money. Right. So a lot of these no brand names are built made by brand names and, mm -hmm. and so no brand names or private brand labels are getting more and more uh, when you look at TV sets. You know, flat screen TVs, there's only two or three screen makers in Korea that make the screens. Right. It's who puts the components together. Right. So that's very interesting. So more private label names. David, enough of me. What, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? You know, I bring you what in here. What do I want to talk about? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I mean, Boy, the I business world. That. You know, no, you come in world. here, your business models world. Give me something you want to talk about. I got more stuff we can talk about, but I want to hear well, I'm you. I'm happy with your – I'm happy with the, the topics okay. you selected. Okay, so, so, wanna... so we look at stuff. Um Game changer, Tesla Motors. Okay. Okay. Uh, Elon Musk, a, a great guy, interesting guy. Um, I watch the auto industry very, very close. I mean, we're Detroiters. Sure. I'm a car nut. We look at cars. He's having a tough way to go. You know, he's, he's uh, you know, there's all the naysayers. I'm, I'm a fan of his. I'm like, okay, I'm rooting. Go, 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 go. The Model 3 can't get deliveries. Model 3, he had a recall of half the vehicles he made this this week. Half the vehicles they've ever produced have been recalled. And you know what? Yeah. So those are growing pains, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's going to be – what distinguishes a guy like Elon Musk as opposed to other people besides obviously money is he keeps trying. Attitude. Yeah, keeps trying. Attitude. Just continues. You know what? Okay, that's, I'll just march forward. We'll take care of it. We'll, we'll deal with it the best way we can. Yeah. And that's that's the marks of a great entrepreneur. That's the marks of a great business person. Two years, almost two and a half years ago, when we started talking about this. They're mm -hmm. like, "What? How many setbacks did you have?" We we we, we deal with them every day, still, right. David. We're doing something new. We're pioneering hyper local on the internet. It's like, okay, here's the world. No, we want to bring it in. Right. And we're being told by some real press, you're doing the right thing. It's it's interesting, but we we deal with it every day. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I'm writing a book around 849. You know, right. I've been beat up. I'm in a robe. I've been beat right. up. But you learn every time you're hit. 
and he's getting hit harder and harder, and I'm rooting for him. Right. Okay? He gets harder and harder. He can't get deliver the cars. They're losing. They're going to run out of money. He's not going to run out of money. He's taught a lot of people the right thing. With SpaceX, what happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this one blew up, and he finally right. got it right. He finally got it right. You know, you—, you the, Billions of dollars later. Well, yeah, but the art of an entrepreneur is getting up because when you get hit, you learn more and you learn faster. And it's not to repeat the same mistakes. Sure. And we have a lot of naysayers in new radio media. Now, guess what? You know, I have a Tuesday night dinner group. They're all, like, downloading the app now. This is cool. This is cool. Right. This is cool. One of the guys has a radio show. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Nor the critics. Then, then he asked me the other day, he says, uh, how do I get on your device? Right. How do I do it? Every, you know, I, I can only equate it to how I work. Every time I write an article, I'll get a call from, let's say, a, a, a professional colleague. And yeah. they'll be like, boy, that was really, like, with all due respect, dumbed down. And I'm like, but you're not my audience. And for the longest time, for the first several years that I was writing these blog posts and articles that were published all over the country in over 2,500 media outlets, uh, mo- you know, publications like uh, Miami Herald, et cetera, Boston Globe, they were all dumbed down. And a lot of professionals would say, why are you writing like that? Well, it's not for those people. It's for the public. Uh, for you, you know, to use, to disseminate information that's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. When you have a critic, guess what? You keep ignoring because the critics, they want to do it. They just choose not They to. don't understand it. And, and when I, I said about what they don't want to, they're, they're, they're got a wall up. They're, they don't like change. That's right. Okay. And, and when I mentioned you earlier how you get along with your clients, same thing with me. And the brokerage side, people call me for everything. Sure. You know, hey, Paul, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? And and you're not stuck in one spot. You're you're flexible. You're mobile. You understand right. the needs of your clients. Right. You listen. And, the, and only that's one my, the, only, the only person who says I don't listen is still my wife. You're not listening. You're not listening. Uh, you know what? She's right all the time. Just remember <laughs> right, that. That's right. You know, I, I, I got divorced years ago, and my son was in the back of my car. He was seven years old. And I'm driving. He says, Dad, you know how to get along with a woman? Just tell her she's right all the time. That's I almost right. got an accident. Smart. I was laughing so smart right. for a seven-year-old yeah. to tell me this. Right. And I'm like, where did you learn that? Oh, I saw it on TV, Dad. But but to listen to that. And I find myself learning. You know, one thing I have to say, and we talked about it earlier, is that I'm learning a lot these days, especially in the world of the Internet. We've got some great people working around me hmm. and, and our management and everything in new radio media that, you know, what? I'm open. What was the, what, you know, when you were – you know, pursuing this endeavor. Yeah. Like, and recently, what's one of the biggest things that surprised you about, you know, going down this path? How little I know. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, it, and I don't, I mean, this is a two and a half year education, uh-huh. and I've learned a lot. But what what was really was listening, and, and we did battle, I'll be claims. I, my son and I did some battles. Sure. But he was right nine out of ten times. Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn to say, hey, you know what, you're right. And I'm sitting back and you look at because obviously the business model makes sure there's enough cash to run the business right. and get growing because you're new and you burn through a lot of money in new companies. Mm-hmm. Just like just like Elon, you know, you look at that and he's doing this. But we're scrappers and we're fighters. And I said, right. let me take care of that. But the stuff I've learned is amazing and the amount of reading I'm doing. And let me say this. We have a gentleman, Buzz Van Houten, who's, who who's works with us. Mm-hmm. Buzz is a 44-year veteran of radio. He's been in the business 44 years. He was our first person we brought on as executive vice president. And the much that he's learning, we talk every day, wow. he's in Florida, right. and he's telling me this, this, this. He said to me, equated this, he said, Paul, I was at the intro of FM radio. He says, this is more fun than that. Wow. So to have someone that's like 74 to adapt right. and young employees as low as 20 here, mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing is to shut up and listen. 
I stay late at night when and listen to the folks from the Specs Howard students, the young right. people working, uh-huh. and I love just listening to them. It's exciting because yeah. you you get you learn and 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 I wake up every day as an entrepreneur such as you, and you want to learn something every day. Right. We never stop learning. We just don't stop learning. That's the key to business. And and, and you've got to change. You got to learn. You got to change every day. You got to learn. And what it's done, and what New Radio Media has done for myself, along mm-hmm. with a lot of people with us, is that we're really learning new process. But the excitement, David. Mm-hmm is really seeing it grow and seeing that we are doing so many things right and we're doing things right and the hats off and the companies that we're affiliating ourselves with, mm-hmm. the law firms, the doctors, the inquirers we have, they're coming. We have a major radio personnel that, that was a sports announcer. He's coming back on new radio media, uh-huh. but he's taking people off other platforms to bring them to us. Uh-huh. That's exciting. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm, I love, uh, you know, I've been listening to it since yeah, yeah, you yeah, started. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And I'm, I'm so, you know, uh, honored that you had me uh, yeah. today and uh, last time when I came in. So I really appreciate that when you called. Well, we got to do it again. We got to take a break. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll catch you in about two minutes. A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables. And that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that in turn helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version, yeah? I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Boy, 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 time flies when you're having fun. David, David, welcome back to Talking Biz. I just got a mess. You know what's cool yeah. about this? Yeah. I'm getting messages from people. I don't know if you got the I same one. I just got one uh, from, from a buddy of mine who is, uh, uh, if I can get a shout out. Yeah, to, go ahead, because I want to yeah. mention another one of uh, my Dylan, buddies. This is such a great platform. It's yeah, such yeah, a great yeah, idea yeah, yeah. how it integrates. Yeah. Uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Dylan Tanaka, who yeah. is a, a very uh, seasoned real estate investor, and he runs the Macomb RIA 
which is the Real Estate Investment um, Association. Yeah. And uh, just a really good friend. Yeah. He just said, uh, you know, David, interesting dialogue, really interesting dialogue between Paul and yourself on new radio. Thanks so much. Bring him on. Well, I, we're bring him on. About bring him on because, you know, Adam Gottlieb. Yeah. Adam Gottlieb says, great conversation. Finally got a chance to listen to the show. You and David sound great. Thank yeah, you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. And this is this is cool. This is this is it's, connectivity. It's the internet, this right? this is where it's you know what. And we're asking for phone calls, but I'm getting all these messages. Yeah, that's, and that's was, technology. Yeah, I like it, the text. It's, 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 go, look at look at Michael Chut now. You know Michael. I know. Uh, I think I know his brother. Ed, yeah. Hey, uh, happy Passover, and yeah. and and I'm listening to you guys. Thank you very much. When are you going to have me on the show? There you go. Um, Glenn, Glenn again. Uh, sorry, had to run to the hospital. Right, I'm listening on the way in my car. So that's cool. Uh, Hope everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, his, 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 we'll talk about that later. It's a but, HIPAA thing. But but the other thing is, look at this. Another one. Hold on a sec. You should be so surprised. Yeah, you, you know that no, you get this feedback all the time. Uh, boy, you know what? Loving the show right now. I want to thank Josh Rott. I mean, having, you're a great boss, Josh. It doesn't give you a raise, but yes, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're popping on. Right. This is cool. This yeah. is what's fun. You know, David. I want to thank you, but I asked you before, you know uh, what? you got to have something you want to speak about. Talk. David, talk. Well, actually, you know, I am so full from last night. I'm still <laughs> okay. like kind of like in a food coma. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I will tell you uh, yeah. what's impressed me over the past several months. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to talk about anything when uh, talking with, with friends yeah. is um, just the city, like seeing what's going on downtown yeah. um, and outside downtown, uh, you know, in like Michigan Avenue area. Detroit is really, for the first time in my life, I can really see that all those people who are putting so much energy and hard work, I'm starting to see what's, you know, the the dividends, what, what you yeah, can start seeing yeah. it uh, for people. I, I just hope that it uh, transpires to a lot of people outside that one to two mile radius uh, in Detroit. But you, you know, it is, it is, you know, we talked a little earlier and, and, you know, and I don't want to sound arrogant or I knew anything different than mm. anyone else, but in college I learned in economics, supply uh. and demand. Or as my Asian professor would say, surprise and demand. Mm-hmm. And I used to write on tests, surprising. Well, Mr. Benzman, not funny. I was just uh-huh. saying surprise. Uh-huh. But when I got into the commercial real estate business 21 years ago, I picked Detroit. My All my brokers left. said, from a college, there's no retailers. And out of all the people and brokers, I put more national retailers in the city than anyone else over the last 21 years. And when I said something, and I took my son again um, before he got into the movie business. And a few years ago, I wanted him to get his real estate license because mm-hmm. you want your son to be in your business, right? Sure. And he didn't want it, and I realized it. But I took him to a developer meeting one day for lunch, and we're sitting there with the developer, and out of the blue, he said, you know, my dad told me 17 years ago this was going to happen. He took me to the Hudson site. He took me oh, here. Wow. He took me there. Wow. And I thought my dad was full of shit. And, and he said, but he's not. Right. And we can say shit. But he, he said to me, he said, Dad, you're exactly right what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because I did imagine, you know, visionary. You're a visionary. We look at things. Thank entrepreneurs, you, you say things, and you saw that. And so, you know, I get calls from all over the world. I've had a, a Paris newspaper I toured a few years ago that uh-huh. came to write about the riots, or not the riots, about Devil's Night. Right. And I turned the article around. Right. I showed them the good things in Detroit. Right. And I was the ambassador. I used to take, I got retailers from all over the world coming here, mm-hmm. and I toured them Detroit. Even if they're not going to open a store in Detroit proper, I show them what's going on. Right. And yes, it is happening. And it is spreading oh. to the neighborhoods. Well, Livernois, uh, the Avenue right. of Fashion. Sure. Uh, you know, it's so, for me, being in real estate, being a real estate attorney for you know, almost 28 years, one of the things that I've seen over the past five years, well, yes, 
pretty, pretty much since 2013, is I get calls from real estate investors all over the world, yeah. mostly actually from California, Texas, and Florida. That's but a different world. Yeah, it's a different California. world. California. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's a whole, that's like a whole day topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, getting back to, you know, I have people calling up and going, hey, I'm purchasing this building in on this street, and let's say there's an easement issue or, uh, you know, some problems that need sorted out. And I, I just... I don't want to kill the deal, and I, but when I hear them tell me the price of the building that they're purchasing and they need me to do the work on, I seriously want to fall off my chair because I, growing up and then being in this industry for so long, yeah. could never imagine in a million years that that building or that street could support that number. You know, And I, I want to say, I, I think at one time this one guy told me about a duplex he was purchasing, a really nice one, mm-hmm. and... Um, I put him on hold when he told me the figure. I put him on hold, and I screamed. I couldn't believe how much he was paying, right? And then I went back online, I, you know, took him off hold. I'm like, oh, okay, so what do we need to do here? You know? Well, it's funny you say that. Why I kill the deal. I look at deals. I just did a listing in Detroit, and a um, guy bought it from outstate, and I said, you're a million dollars underpriced. Yeah. He, he wanted to grab me and kiss me because we uh, listed it for a million more. Yeah. And he's like, and guess what? We're getting calls. And, and I've got another friend. Remember the rhinoceros? Sure. So a good friend of mine had that property, and he said, "I've in this, he didn't shop it for a long time. I listed it, and I sold it for two hundred grand more than he thought he would get within six weeks. Yeah. And it's 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 great to see what's it's going exciting. on. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And 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 when I used to speak at University of Detroit Mercy, kids leaving here. More yeah. people are staying here. International right. students are staying in Detroit. Other people are staying in right. Detroit. Cool stuff. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's a great time to be in business. It's it's a great time to be in business. David. And a Detroiter. I'm well, sure a Detroiter Detroit. and all that stuff. And we're going to be doing some restaurant tours and our restaurant channel, a lot of oh. stuff in Detroit. So a lot going on. Right. Once again, I want to ask everyone out there, thank them for listening. Um, if you have an idea for a show or you would like us to develop a show, you have an input. We're not a big, staunchy corporation. If you have an idea, send us something at info at newradiomedia.com. Say, hey, uh, I have an idea for a show. Can you fit me in on a show? Can I create my own show? We're here for you folks. We are in reach of you folks. So info at newradiomedia.com. We're getting a lot of inquiries from all over the country this week, and people are saying, we're talking Chicago, we will have a new radio media licensee in Chicago with probably six months. So it's cool in other cities. David, I want to thank you. Thanks, Paul, again so much. I really You know, know, David, the hour flew by. Did it? Yeah, I mean, we've been here for an hour. It doesn't seem that long. I, I you know? thought we were here for like two hours. Or yeah, oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying it, but it, it's yeah. been fun. So thanks and, for and, having and me. And I want to thank Peter for calling in from Bowling Green. I guess he'll be back in the studio next week. He's trying to get rid of me, oh. shipping me on the road, trying to sell me an island somewhere. He's trying oh. to sell me an island the first hour of getting there. I want to thank the crew again. Ashley, thank you very much, Tony. And uh, hey, over there, Jake in the back. Thank you very much. Jake is uh, showing his face on a bunch of shows. Want to thank everyone this week. It was an amazing week at NewRadioMedia.com. The McAllister started. Craig Folly started. More shows coming next week. New ones coming every day. I want to thank everyone for listening to Talking Biz here on NewRadioMedia.com. Have an amazing Saturday. Right. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, right. everyone. Happy Passover. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same channel. 8 o'clock here on the Biz Channel. Goodbye.